Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari. Happy Tuesday, and I am very excited about today's show. I have been uh, in a real upswing. I I don't know what's happening, but (laughs) I think it's Mercury retrograde um, ending, and we have a nice big waxing moon, so things were getting more light each night, and this is the time, folks, to get yourselves in gear and move, 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 and be willing to accept and receive whatever you've been praying for, because now is the time that you will get it. It is just the energy couldn't be better, and so um, just open up your arms and say, I'm open. I'm open to receive it, and I'm willing to accept it. And and just take as much as you can get for now <laughs> because we'll go into, you know, heavier energy later. But um, right now it's a nice contrast to what we were just living through. And I don't know if you feel lighter, but I certainly do. And um, I would say my phone's been ringing off the hook, which it has, but my email has been blowing up too because for some reason I have a lot of magazines and things asking me to write articles and it's just a a strange time. And I just got my book contract today, so we're going to be signing that and I'll be able to announce next week um, my new publisher and I'm very excited about that. And um, I'll get you guys all caught up on what's going on on that end next week. But uh, I'm very, very excited. It's been a very interesting process and I know a lot of you want to write your own books and uh, and now I know the ins and outs, at least to know that at least to this point, and I'll be able to start sharing stuff with you, so you can do it too. Um, so today we are talking all about a different way to pray, because one of the biggest, statistically, one of the biggest complaints people have is that they feel their prayers go unanswered, and that their um, things that they are desiring are not manifesting fast enough. And most of the time, in fact, all of the time, it has to do with, well, it has to do with two things. Either one is divine timing, divine order, which we talked about a couple of shows ago. The other is the way that you're asking. And um, a lot of times our words, in fact, our words are extraordinarily powerful. And there's a lot of words that we use that are not the most empowered. So um, a lot of times what happens is, they're kind of laced with a missing piece or or either they have a missing piece or they're laced with doubt. And we're going to go through some of the common words that will, that sound like they're fine, but they really uh, make it so that your stuff kind of goes by the wayside. So we're going to clean that all up and I'm going to help you to get some some tweaking done so so, so your prayers can be answered more rapidly. And so that you can really start to ask for the things that are that you really want. Because a lot of times we're going for the end result, but there's some things that we um, really need to ask for first. So we're going to get into all that in a minute. So if I'll also, of course, 
I'm taking a few calls tonight. The number to call in is 347-215-9485. Sam will answer and put you in the queue, and we'll get to those calls in a bit. Um, I've been doing a lot of readings. I'm a little tired today. <laughs> for whatever reason, everybody seems to want to read it. Um, we are booking for November, and because this book deal is going through, I am going to have extremely limited time to do readings and private work. So if you would like an appointment, we're going to put up the last one um, in our in our link. And if you'd like an appointment, um, you need to probably sign up for it sooner than later because we'll probably do about 10 sessions in November, and that's going to be it for the rest of the year just because I'm not going to have the time in my schedule because they gave me some pretty tight deadlines to get this manuscript over to them. So um, I'll give you the link. Once we get to the break, I'll go look up the link. I can't I can't remember what – oh, wait. Um, okay, I think it is by the sea. It's ahamomentsworld.com forward slash by the sea, S-E-A. So D-Y-T-H-E-S-E-A. Those are the angel readings by the sea, angel messages by the sea readings. And that those readings come with um, two MP3s. One is a pre-reading MP3 that you listen to. It's a little meditation that you listen to before you get on the call with me, and it gets your energy moving and gets you connected to your guides, your loved ones, and all the powers that be that you want to speak to and get information from. And it really the, that these two MP3s have worked wonders with the folks who have been having readings as of late. And then after the reading is over, there's another guided meditation that I channeled that you can listen to after the reading's over, and then you'll continue to get downloads of information on the other side of that. Super, super powerful. And, you know, a lot of you want these quick uh, answers on these shows and things, but I got to tell you that when you have a full session, it there's so much more. And um, and we open up, you know, we, we do our prayer and protection, and we do it the right way. And it's just, there's a tremendous amount of information that you get in a very short period of time. So I'm usually, the guy, I've, my last like six readings that I've done in the last few days, everybody said, oh my gosh, you know, we've only been on the phone for 10 minutes and I, I don't have any questions left. Because the guides really cut to the chase. And now with this new energy, I've noticed, and especially with everybody doing these pre and post meditations, it, it's 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 fascinating how, how quickly they're cutting to the chase and getting right down to it. So, um, we have 10 spots for November. If you'd like one, please be sure to sign up sooner than later because we're going to close that out for, for the year. can't believe we're getting to the end of the year. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. Okay. So now we talked about the energy check. Oh, one more thing, and then we're going to get into the content for tonight. Um, I was just last week on the Sheila show, and I unveiled my channeling with Mary, Queen of the Angels, who has been really powerful and for me personally, but now I've been going out in more of a public way with her messages, and um, I'll be starting to do some blogging with messages that she's been giving me. I've been sort of collecting them, and I got like 17 different articles the other day, so I'm like, oh, okay, more works right. So uh, I'm going to um, <clears throat> start putting those out on the blog. If you are a member of uh, our community already, you don't have to sign up because you'll you'll hear about it through your email. If you'd like to sign up to get these messages from Mary Queen of the Angels. You want to just go to ahamomentsworld.com and sign up for our evening list, our, e- our email list, and you'll start to see um, the announcements for those. 
I am also doing a new remote energy group program, and uh, you can read all about that on ahamomentsworld.com forward slash Sheila. This is a special offer I offered for Sheila Gale. Um, that offer is about a 17th of what it would cost to do each thing individually. Um, includes a lot of stuff, but the biggest thing that includes is a 30-day remote energy program, and we're going to be doing a live call with channeled messages um, in addition to those 30 days. But I'll be going to the meditation gardens. Um, it's really for people who want to manifest quickly, who want the extra boost of energy um, from Mary and from your guides on whatever projects you'll be working on. I'll be collecting all of your intentions and focusing energy on each person in the group um, throughout the month. And it was a channeled program, and so we'll see how that evolves. But um, if you'd like to participate in that, still available this week, and then we're going to close it because I'll be just offering the remote blessing program without the other products that are involved in that. So again, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash Sheila, and this will be the last week that that's available in in that configuration. So anyway, those are our announcements. I think we're good with that. And now I'm going to take a deep breath. I've been talking all week and all day and last night, all night, doing readings. Oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. (laughs) And uh, I'm just going to clear my throat here. And let's talk about a different way to pray because it's really powerful. Your words, more than anything, command the energy to configure. And, you know, as of late, a lot of people have been calling me and they're very upset because, you know, this situation is not working or that situation isn't working or this person isn't doing what they want or they haven't manifested what they want yet. And um, and, they, and they're blaming it on the Ebola, the government, the you know, Republicans, the Democrats. You know, there's a lot of blame. You know, this person's family, that, that person's boss, you know, he's not doing this, she's not doing that. And to be honest, your, relation, your relationship with people is a reflection of, what's going on with you internally. So um, whatever words you're using inside are the uh, things that are showing up on the outside. And know that that sounds trite, you know, like, okay, yeah, 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 we all create our own reality, but, you know, what about my bills? What about this? What about that? And remember, you're always, whatever you're seeing today is what you your dominant thoughts were 30 days ago, 30 to 60 days ago. I say it over and over again. And I'll continue to say it because, um, <clears throat> excuse me, so it's, it's the words are the first part of that. Now, underneath the words are the intention and the emotion and, and all that good stuff. But one of the things I've noticed is that when I started to ask differently, I started to get hugely different new and better results. And... Um, you know, there was a lot of insight they came up with that, which is why this article spawned. Um, I, I wrote this down to, with the intention of writing an article, and then I heard, you know, dude has a radio show. So we said, okay. So the first, I want to give you a couple of words that we need to shift in order to get a better result. And um, and one of the things I like to do, and let me just, you know, back up a little bit before I get into the words. When it comes to asking, for whatever it is you desire, saying your prayer, whatever it is you want to, you know, create. You want to see it as setting an intention, basically giving a command 
to the energy because the energy really configures um, based on your commands. And what and, and if you don't give a command, then your dominant thought is the command. It's perceived as the command. So if your dominant thought is, I hate my boss, I hate my boss, he's awful, he's doing this, he's doing that, look at these, everybody's unhappy, nobody likes him, he's a, you're commanding the energy and your boss's energy to behave in a way that you don't like. So you are, and, you know, and then what happens the next step is, and this is very important to pay attention to, is you get the, I can't be happy until my boss changes. Or I can't be happy until my boyfriend changes. Or I can't be happy until my mother, sister, brother, you know, lawyer, uncle, friend uh, changes. I'm not allowed to be happy because they're doing something that's making me unhappy. And when you have that going on, excuse me, uh, you're assigning your, you're anchoring your ship to a moving fish. It's like anchoring yourself on a shark or dolphin or whatever. It's something that's going to be moving quite a bit in the ocean. And then as you, just when you think you're stable because that person's reacting the way you want them to, then you let yourself be happy for about 20 seconds until they stop reacting the way you want them to. Then you're back upset and wondering why they're not reacting the way they want, you want them to. And then if you manipulate this or you play that game or you do this or you do that, maybe they'll start to behave the way you want them to. And then you're allowed to have another, you know, 20 seconds of happiness. Well, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? But it's what we do. We say, well, you know, my boss is doing this to me. He's doing that to me. He's doing this to the other people, right? You know, then leave. Leave. Get a new job. Or the other way to do it is to shift the way you're perceiving it and detach from it. So you're not emotionally attached to what's happening. You're observing it and saying, wow, look at that. Hmm, look at the way... That is going down in this office. Hmm. I wonder what it would take for me to shift my energy so this would change. Maybe I'll go and think about something that makes me happy. Let that play out. Observe it. Not let myself get emotionally, you know, not attach my emotion to it. Not anchor my ship to it because that's obviously a moving target. And maybe I'll change my focus to something that I have control over which is the way I choose to do my job. And you'll be amazed. You don't have to manipulate. You don't have to play politics. You don't have to go through all these, these hoop jumps. You shift your own point of view about it. You detach from it so that it's not, you're not giving it power over your, your you know, waking moments of your day. And you'll be amazed how it shifts itself. Um, one of the reasons why this whole book process went as quickly as it did for me, and I know it, and, and is most people get very excited when they have a book deal or anything remotely close to it. And I wrote, and and I got my most people take some if they, especially the first time off of a major publisher, they, you know, they you have to have an agent, and and I've seen all kinds of books written about, you know, it takes a year or two years to get a literary agent. I got mine in about. A ten-minute conversation and email, and then we put the proposal out, and we started getting offers within, you know, 24 hours. And then, you know, there was a merger and all kinds of stuff going on with my publishers, so that it delayed it. And so, what now we're finally getting contract, but you know, it was a couple months later, a few months later. But even in the grand scheme of things, that's a really, really, really fast time in this day and age with publishing and the way it's gone. 
that's why so many people have to self-publish and whatnot. We know that one of the reasons why it went as fast as it did, <clears throat> I had a good idea and I did a quality proposal and all that, but because I was so detached and I didn't need it to validate what I'm doing. I really didn't need for them to say, okay, you, it, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm proud, I'm excited, I, I'm looking forward to partnering with them. They're awesome, they're amazing people um, and whatnot. But I didn't need it to prove to me that I was good at what I do. I didn't need, I didn't need to load it with all kinds of meaning. I let it just be. And I would be in long conversations with friends, family, whatever, and, you know, an hour in, they'd say, oh, whatever happened with that book? And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I got a, you know, I got an offer, we're going with it, you know, just waiting on a contract. They're like, what? We've been on the phone for an hour, you haven't even mentioned And it's because I wasn't attached. And that's why it went so quickly. You know, even with the ups and downs of, you know, their, their, their inner workings, I didn't get attached. I didn't start worrying, oh, is it going to happen, not happen, you know, call and say, it's going to happen. I just allowed it to unfold as it needed to unfold. And it unfolded like the day after the retrograde was over, boom, I have the contract in my hand. So I'm giving you that example because detachment is really important. And when we attach our worthiness, our, you know, validation of who we are and what we, you know, that we're good or not good, uh, our happiness, especially our lovableness, if there's such a word, onto the behavior of another person, we set ourselves up for a really, really rocky ride. And I don't care how good that person is for you, if you're attached, you're sunk. You're absolutely sunk. So um, when we when we talk about these words, I'll give you a few of them now um, for you to, to consider. When you say something like um, using the word wish, the word wish has a strong current of it may not happen attached to it. So even though it sounds like a sweet word to commanding your manifesting into existence, into physical existence, taking something from energetic state into the physical which everything starts off as the energy and then it configures into the solid matter that comes into your world. You want to remove the word wish. You know, it's like, I wish I could have X, Y, Z. I wish I could pay my bills. I wish I could, you know, uh, get a new house. I wish I could, you know, get a, a new love interest, all those types of things. That, that really is a very weak command. So what you want to change wish into is I intend or I expect. And that there's a, even the way my voice said those words is, is a stronger, more has more conviction. You know, I intend to have a published book. I expect to have a published book. You know, I desire, even desire. So changing wish from wish to desire. Look at the word wish, W-I-S-H. Now look at desire. If you put a hyphen in there, D and sire, so it's of the Father. It has that divine energy to it. It's of the Father. Sire means Father. D in you know in several languages is of is of the Father. So it's it's that desire that word holds more energy. It's a much better word to put out into the universe. So if you want to switch from I wish and I hope, which is another one. Hope is is 
is uh, it should be turned into no. I know that this is happening. This is in the process of taking place. This is in the process of configuring. I know this is in the process of configuring, as opposed to I wish, or as opposed to I hope that this is in the process of configuring. Okay, so you want to switch I hope to I know. You want to switch wish to desire. Okay, now you also might want to ask for things a little differently. So most of us want the end result. I want that man to call me. Mari, when is he going to call? Okay, if I'm silent for three months, will he call in three months? Okay, what date are you feeling, Mari? You know, this kind of thing, right? Do you really want him to call you or do you want a relationship? If you want a relationship, then the call really doesn't matter. You need to ask for the right thing. And one of the things that people do is they start to ask for the inner workings of things. So they start to tinker with it and tamper with it. It's like instead of handing the menu, you know, it's a a very old overused analogy of going to like the diner and sending in your order and the order goes into the back with the chef and then you wait quietly, expectantly for the food to come and be put down on your table from the waitress. You don't go in the back with the chef and say, okay, did you use the salt? Okay, did you use it? Was it a pinch of salt or was it, a, a, you know, more than enough salt? Did you use pepper? Okay, well, was it a pinch of pepper? How much? Are, did you put sugar in that? Oh, my gosh. Did you add MSG or did you take it? All that tinkering and tampering would kill the dish and really, really, really extend how long it's going to take for that food to be put on the table in front of you. So it's the same thing with your uh, with the way that you're asking when you're you're praying and setting your intention. You might want to pray instead for of you know to get the guy to text you or the, 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 the you know the woman to call you or whatever. You may want to pray for something different, like a really healthy, wonderful, nourishing relationship, and you know preferably with that person or someone better, so you can give the universe some some leeway and. Um, sometimes I know that that or someone better is hard because you get very attached to one person doing what you want. But generally, when you're at that spot where you you're getting really really hysterical, really upset that it's not that one person, or it might not be that exact person, that means that more than likely your attached energy is what's killing the whole thing to begin with, and that's when you really need to take a big step back. And um, I've been doing these. Uh, readings on this this directory that I'm on and they come in you know impromptu it's all different hours and uh every single person is asking about relationships every single one and a lot of them are very very upset you know about someone not behaving the way they want them to, to behave and so it's hard to explain it but or you know it's hard to say because you know because I know I've had situations like that too and it's very painful you know, when you really, when you have that unrequited love situation or, you know, that, that real kind of push-me-pull-you kind of thing going on. But when you start to feel that quakey, I can't breathe without this person, you are too attached, isn't showing up yet, you will start to see rumblings of a pullback from the other person and rumblings of a, um, you know, things slowing down, a slowdown. 
the way that you can speed that up is to ask for a few different things. One is clarity. Is this person for my highest and greatest good? Am I for this person's highest and greatest good? Am I the best person for this person that I love so much? If I'm the best person for this person, then can you please clear the way, clear out the obstacles so that we can have a full-fledged, nourishing relationship? As opposed to, can I? Can you get them to text me? You want go for the big result, the end result, the the, the the overall result, not the little tinkering in between. That will help a lot, and that's even with a job, that's with you know book deals, whatever it is. Go for the ultimate thing that you. How do you want to feel when it's all fulfilled? That's what you want to focus on. You can also pray for. So you can pray for clarity. You can pray for decisiveness. That's a really good one because a lot of times people are really concerned that they're going to make the wrong choice. Most of the time, you'll make a choice and you'll land on your feet one way or the other. And if it's the wrong choice, you know, it probably wasn't the wrong choice. You learn something. You just go and you make a different choice. But you can ask for decisiveness, the confidence. You can ask for, um, if you have a couple of options, you can, you can look at them like balls of light, option one, a ball of light, option two, ball of light, option three. And you go one, two, three, and you can ask for the light, for the one that is the best option for you to choose to light up really brightly. And you can do that even in a dream. So you can ask, um, you can program a dream, which I think we've talked about on the show a few times before. But I'll just uh, repeat the process, which is you take a half a glass of water before you go to sleep, and then you ask your question. So let's say you're yeah, trying to choose between three things. You say, okay, um, tonight in my dream, I'd like to know, should I go as option one, two, or three? You can even write down what each option is in your notebook, put it next to your bed, drink a half a glass of water. Go to sleep. If you, you will more than likely be in your dream state and remember what number you see somewhere in that dream. Now, you might see a bus in, in your dream and then you see a three on the side of it or you might see an address or, you know, there's all kinds of ways or you might see three birds flying or you might see two birds flying. You might see one ladybug. You don't know how your psyche is going to um, or your guides are going to implant that answer in the dream, but you will because you drank the glass of water and you set the intention of getting help in the dream, you will get something. And if you don't get it the first night, I always say do this for seven nights so that you give yourself enough time to get, you know, to get used to the whole process and, and to, to align and be willing to accept answers from this, from in this way. So then when you wake up, you're going to drink the second glass of water. You're going to drink the other, you know, half a glass of water when you wake up and write down what you got. And that'll help you to remember. Well, water is an amplifier of, of energy, so it'll help you to remember the dream. And that's how you program a dream. That will help you a lot, you know, with options, with anything. You can ask about anything. Um, You might also want to pray for openness. Openness to open your mind up to all possibilities. There's a lot of times there's much better possibilities than what you're thinking. Remember, your mental mind can only go as far as something it's been exposed to. So if your mental mind has not been exposed to it, it's not, you know, it can't really help you out. You have to go out into the energetic 
outside of things to get the new information, stuff that you haven't seen before, to access things that you may not know exist. Very, very important. So you might want to ask for openness. One of the other big ones is, um, well, I'll leave that one actually for last. I'm going to skip that one for a second. Um, A sense of wonder. Asking for a sense of wonder. Now, a lot of times we're bored. That's why we start picking on, you know, obsessing on a particular person or hating our job, you know, not liking our friends or whatever. It's because we're bored. And we need to pray. Instead of praying for that person to behave differently so then we can be allowed to be happy, we can start to pray for a sense of wonder. Like, what would it take? You know, yesterday I woke up and I said, what would it take for me to manifest um, amazing, amazing uh, money miracle? And then out of nowhere, my book deal came through. Now, it wasn't completely out of nowhere because I kind of knew it was on its way. But I didn't know it would come in yesterday for sure. I definitely didn't know that. Um, they've been, there's been rumblings about it for the last month. So, but it was that, and then like three magazines wrote to me, and it was just like boom, 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 boom. It's kind of like asked a different question. And I asked it very open-ended, like, what would it take for me to manifest miracles today? And you can put in whatever you want in the blank before miracles, money miracles, relationship miracles, romance miracles, you know, weight loss miracles, whatever it is. You can put whatever it is, job miracles, career miracles, family miracles, parenting miracles, whatever kind of thing you want to place in there. What will it take for me to manifest a sense of wonder so that you don't assume you know everything? Because a lot of people do that. Oh, I know that this Ebola thing is going to kill us all. Oh, I know that this next election is going to be horrible. Oh, I know that. And people say this, and it's really scary. Listen. And I'm like, wow, that is just setting people up. My goodness, how can you pot? You're commanding the universe to bring this stuff to you. It's 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 scary sometimes what people say. So as part of our community, what I'm hoping that you're inspired to do, check yourself <laughs> and to say, okay, wait. Um, one of my teachers calls it being impeccable, and being impeccable means that. You watch yourself word by word, step by step, thought by thought, and you do what we call self-correct, where you correct yourself as you go. Instead of saying, you know, I had one friend, she always used to say, I know that we have to be doing the spiritual stuff, Mari, and I know that, you know, we I should be benevolent right now, but you know what, I sucks, and I don't feel like being benevolent right now. And I said, you know, it was funny once or twice, but pretty much every day she was saying that. And then bitching and moaning about why her life wasn't going the way she wanted. But every day she was saying, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to blow off the benevolent stuff, that's what she called it, and I'm going to stick to my guns about being miserable. And I wanted to know why she was so miserable. And, you know, you can point your fingers in a lot of different directions. you got 10 of them, but we'll be pointing back at you if you pick any one of them to point somewhere else. And you got to be responsible for how you, you know, position yourself and, and how you ask for things and how you state and how, what you expect. And being impeccable means that, yeah, you have to be a bit of a perfectionist with all this. You have to be perfect to get results. Absolutely not. I always say, you know, even if, even if you're 50% on top of this stuff, you're going to get results. If you're 80%, you're going to see some serious miracles. But in this new energy... Um, it is important to be impeccable because the energy is so refined and such a high frequency now that 
it's responding much faster, which is why we have a lot of frenetic things, a lot of big explosive things happening. Because in the past, you could put a seed in the ground, and it might grow, it might not, weeds, whatever. Now you're putting a seed in the ground in this new energy, and it's like Jack and the Beanstalk. It just sprouts right up, you know? So you want to be really, um, really careful with what you're saying, how you're saying it, and know that it's being recorded and you're being held accountable. Every single word. Nothing is skipped. So if you're going back and forth, one minute positive, next minute net negative, next minute positive, next minute negative, you're going to see highs and lows in your day. If you're saying, you're one of those people that says, oh my gosh, I got all this good stuff happening and then I have this horrible thing happening and then like I can't seem to get it all to sync up. Look at how you're looking at the world. Are you being sarcastic in one breath and then like retracting it in the next and then kind of not paying attention at all for a good chunk of the day and then you know, once a week saying, oh, yeah, let me go listen to that show tomorrow and then I'll, oh, yeah, I'll give that a try. Well, I'll try tomorrow, you know. Like kind of like how we handle dieting. You're going to get, um, you know, very slow, frenetic results. So um, I'm going to take a quick break, get something to drink here because my foot is a little dry. And once we come back, I'll give you a couple more words to consider and then we'll get to some call. If you have a question, um, you can call in at 347-215-9485. And we'll answer, get you in the queue, and uh, and we'll get to some of the questions. So you are listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. So that's in slow motion. I'm Mari, and we'll be right back. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. 
Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hello, we are back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And tonight we're talking about a different way to pray, how to revise some of your words and phrases and and intentions so that you can get your answers quicker and uh, more complete and uh, without so much rigmarole, without so much so many ups and downs, smoother, smoother road, creating a smoother road for yourself. So I wanted to go over a couple more, and then we're going to get into some calls. If you'd like to call in, 347-215-9485. Okay, so we talked about having a um, sense of wonder, and one of the other things that you can pray for, which really works extremely well, is new opportunities. So instead of trying to force an opportunity that you have your head wrapped around, as being the only one, you might want to just try to give yourself a a moment to detach from that and ask uh, for new opportunities. Really gives, you'd be amazed at how many things show up uh, because they're sort of out in the ethers and the guides would love to have you, you know, be the person to contribute in that way and give you new opportunities. But because you're so fixated on one particular job or one particular scenario, happening, you miss out on a bunch of other things that could have been way easier and, um, you know, much quicker. So new opportunities, asking for that. Um, We've already talked about detachment. I happen to like to say divine detachment, where if I'm feeling like I'm getting intense about a situation or a person or whatever, or feeling feeling really um, helpless or hopeless about a situation, I will pray for divine detachment. And that works like a charm. I just pray for that feeling of whatever, doesn't matter. You know, that feeling, and it will, it comes up really, really, um, it, it, it helps so much. It really does. Then you get that sense of equilibrium back. And when you're detached, that's when the miracles can really happen. You know, if you're very, very attached to an outcome, you really are fire hosing the energy of it and slowing it down. So um, that's a big one. Now, the one that I had held back before because I wanted to give it its just due was spaciousness, asking for spaciousness. A lot of people, and I had a long conversation today with, with a friend of mine about spaciousness and what that really means. And a lot of times we go through these what tower situations or um, – these times in our life, dark night of the soul, where it seems like everything's going wrong, you know, and um, a lot of times when we ask for big changes in our lives, I want the perfect relationship, or I want to move, or I want to, you know, have a big career change. What they do first is tear down the life that you currently have, because there's no space for that new thing to come. So they create this space. They start weeding your garden. 
And we start to hold on to our wheat. You know, wait. Oh, wait. I know he's not the right guy, but don't take him. You know, oh, my God, I hate that job. I hate the job. I hate the job. Now I lost the job. Oh, my God, I want that job. You know, but you hated the job. You talked yourself out of the job. You literally commanded yourself out of the job by complaining about it every day. So now it's gone, and you have, and you're like, oh, I feel so empty. I feel so empty. And it's not really emptiness. It's space. It's spaciousness. So I just moved to a new house. You guys all know that. And uh, it's way bigger than my place was in New Jersey. And I have a lot of space. So I look at the space and I don't say, oh, the space is empty. Oh, wow. Look at all the space I can create my sanctuary with. You know? So I look at it differently. I don't look at it as empty space. Empty space is such a negative tone, right? And people say, I feel so empty. I feel useless without this person. Everything. I'm so lonely. And what you want to look at instead of the, if you go, especially if you're going through, your, you've asked for transition, you've asked for transformation, you've asked for big new things to come forward in your life, money, people, whatever, and then things start to go away, that's a good sign. It's like everything is in motion. A lot of times we misidentify what answered prayer really is because you're so focused on, you know, is the new car in the driveway, is the man in the bed, is the house, well, I have the key to the house. And really, the process, you know, the answered prayer starts way before that with things breaking down and leaving your life. And I can't tell you how much of that I've experienced in this last year. Um, and then once you do get what you want, you'll be amazed how many people leave your life. Because now you have what you want, and they don't fit into that paradigm anymore because you've raised your frequency to get what you want. And those new people, when you raise your frequency, when you get that new thing that you're desiring, your frequency has had to raise. When your frequency raises, a lot of the people that you were currently associ- you know, associating with before, their frequency didn't go anywhere. So they don't match anymore. And when they don't match, they kind of just walk away. They disappear. And if you go chasing them down, then you're lowering your frequency. You know, sometimes they reappear because it's just like you went underwater or you went up in the clouds and then you kind of stabilize and then they, they're they doing their own thing and their frequency raises and you're like, oh, here we are. Well, there you are. Okay. You know, and um, and and that can happen too because both of your frequencies have raised. But don't go chasing down people who, when, <laughs> when you're making good, you know, really good changes and and people start to fall off, it's okay. See that also, that emptiness is spaciousness and you're being positioned to have that open space to create with and it's a really good thing. It's very hard to draw a painting on a painting that's already there. You need a blank canvas, okay? So that's what spaciousness is about. Okay, so we're going to switch gears here. We're going to do a few um, readings. So listen up if you've been waiting on the line. Uh, the first person, Sam, are you ready? Because I know I've been kind of all over the place today. Uh, yep. Okay. So uh, the first person is Susie in California. I believe that is California. Hi, Susie. Yeah. Hi, Laurie. How are you? Good. Thanks. My the what I want to know is who I believe my twin flame to be. If that's true, his name is Mike. And is there something I need to do or 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 understand 
um, to get our relationship more like in the flow to go from like friendship to more? Okay. So the first thing you can do is, now let me ask you this. You're not going to like this question, but I'm going to ask you. Um, are you living the way that you would really want to be living if you were with him? In a more of a more than a friendship way. Am I? I'm not sure if I. I'm sorry. I'm not sure if I understand. Okay. So, are you? Are do you have? Let's say. Let's put him on the side for a minute. Do you love okay. your life the way it is now? See, because twin flame energy is huge. That's big, big energy. That's like not all relationship. That's all relationship, as a lot of people say, right? So when, you, when you're trying to draw that in, it's really important that all the other aspects of your life are really in a good place because that's the kind of level of frequency. And if you're at that twin frame frequency to attract that person in in the full-out romantic way, that means that a lot of your other ducks are in a row because your, your frequency is really um, has to be high. You know what I'm saying? So you can't like... Yeah. generally, when you have that whole twin flame thing going on, you know, if you have, like, major drama around money, health, finance, you know, career, all those things, it's hard to sustain a twin flame or bring in a, the full twin flame relationship because there's so many other things that need to be in place frequency-wise in your regular life. So that's why I was asking, how are things okay. going in the rest of your life? Because okay, that would be an indicator. Yeah. Well, I think that it's kind of like everything's like almost there, but not quite. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like him. You see that? Areas. So he's reflecting. He's reflecting the almost there, but just not quite. Right. So he's he's yeah. almost. You feel the energy, and he feels the energy. Um, it's interesting because people think that the friendship part is the bad part because of that stupid movie. He's not that into you. But um, that's actually not the case. When you have, with a twin flame, a lot of times they come in as really, really close friends. And then there's that that kind of blossoming. So it does feel like you're going to have that blossoming. But the way that you do that has nothing to do with him. It has to do with going to those things that are almost there but not quite there yet and getting them all the way there. And then he will turn towards you. So... It's not, you know, you know, give him the cold shoulder, then he's going to miss you, and all that. It, that's not it. What you're you're at now, because you're very highly evolved. What you're at now is more of that. Um, Got to finish what you started in the other areas of the world, and then you'll be very nicely surprised at how he says, "Oh, you know, I wonder what we could do with this," you know, and it's going to be much more nourishing coming that way than you know you having to fix yourself so you're good enough so he says i like you you know that's like extraordinarily annoying and very exhausting and it pushes the energy backwards does that make sense yeah yeah (laughs) so get to work (laughs) okay i will thanks for the good show oh thank you sweetheart thanks for calling in Okay, so our next person is Amy in Milwaukee. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good. Hello? How are you? Hello. Good. Here. 
Yes, I can totally relate to your show. Um, and I guess I never really understood what was going on. I was in, or still am in a 16-year relationship with uh-huh. this man. Um, we dated probably the earlier years, but it's probably uh-huh. eight years since we technically dated. And right. now listening to you, it's like I have such an attachment and it's kind of holding me back from the rest of my life. And my head knows uh-huh. it. Right. But my heart can pull away, and it's just very confusing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still get that. So uh, did you have a specific question? or? Um, so what do you think the best – should I just be talking to my guides right now to help I think direct me? The, or the best prayer you can ask is divine detachment first, because when you detach from that emotional charge, which is not love, okay, I know. Yeah. It, it's it's like neediness, and men are absolute like EKG machines when it comes to neediness. They are terrified <laughs> of needy women, and you right. you may not be needy on the outside, like you're self sufficient, you take care of your bills and all that, but there's this emotional, energetic neediness which spooks them. Right? And I'm not saying he's this is happening with him, but when you do that divine detachment, it's amazing how quickly the ones that really matter spin and the the whole relationship shifts and they start they get back into the pursuer mode. You know? When you're needy right. it turns them into running, like the roadrunner. <laughs> and when and, and I'm talking about emo, energetically needy. And you can be silent and doing the whole silent treatment and you're still your energy still reading is energetically needy. It's really fascinating. Right, I totally agree. Because yes. cause especially with women, women, I told this to a guy the other night, he said, look, here's the deal with women. So you go out with this lady and she really likes you. You like her. You spend, let's say, two hours together. So in your head, okay, you spent two hours with this lady. You really like her. Attracted to her, wouldn't mind having sex with her. Yeah, okay, you like her. She has now had a, a, a nice time with you. She's very attracted to you. And she goes and she gets on the phone with her girlfriend. And they analyze you for the next four hours. So now she's all in for six hours. You're still back at two because she's gone. You're going to get a haircut. Right. You're going to go mow the lawn. <laughs> you're going to clean, you know, you're going to go to the game with the guys. She's on the phone with friend number one. Now she's six hours invested. You go get a haircut. She gets on call with phone num- with, with with person number two. She's on the phone with them for an hour. So now she's seven hours. You're still at two, and so it goes, right? So <laughs> until a guy, you know, actually has sex with that girl and is really into that girl, you know, in that way, he's not really even bring her up to the guys, <laughs> you right. know, until he's so he's not. So that's where our investment level kind of starts to go askew, is that generally women are about 150 hours or more ahead of a guy <laughs> because when we tell the story, sense. we relive it. And then we get, now we get another woman's opinion, and, oh, my God, he looked at you how? Oh, so what did you wear? Oh, and, and he, and, and then what did he do? Oh, he touched her, she rubbed her hand? Oh, oh, and you're like, I just rubbed her hand because I was trying to get to the bill, and I just accidentally brushed her hand, but this has become an event for her. Now it's an event for the girlfriend, number one, number two, and number three. So that creates that line of attachment because we analyze and we brood, okay? 
So when you're asking for that divine detachment, what you're really doing is you're taking the charge off of the obsessive kind of behavior and you're putting the energy back where it belongs, which is all about you. And then you can say, oh, you know what? Maybe I will go work on that project that's going to make my heart sing, you know, art project or planting a garden or whatever, you know, take care of, you know, whatever you want to take care of. And then that empowerment comes back. And then he feels like, huh, I wonder how she's doing that. Because he's energetically not feeling that intense chatter of nine women talking about him through the ether. Right, because I think he could always read my energy. Yeah, yeah. Even if it wasn't said, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah, because especially if the guy really, you know, kind of likes you, he's in tune. They're so much more in tune than you ever think. So... Um, so what I would say is that prayer of divine detachment for you would be really okay. helpful, you know. And and it's also very emancipating, and you take back your goddess energy. Because, you know, goddess, she likes a guy, but eh, she could take him or leave him. And, <laughs> and, 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 she, and she's there. She, she's sexy. And her energy is sexy. It's not her body. This is where women get really confused too. They come in with, you know, the the, the short skirt and the low top and the flesh everywhere and hair and Kardashian eyelashes and all this and whatever. And but their energy is so needy that you can't even see all the skin because it just looks like a Venus flytrap waiting to eat his head. <laughs> and I just mean that you know, like waiting to bite him off to to, to, kill, to kill him. You know, right. so you you don't want to um, you don't want to you don't want to have that. So the divine detachment really gives you access to the goddess energy, and you know no man can resist the goddess. Perfect. And I think that will that will help you. Hopefully, did that help? It does, because it's been sixteen years, and it's just I just need some relief. <laughs> yeah. Once you do that, you'll be amazed. Also. Uh, Amy, that other guys will all of a sudden notice you too, because they're always. Right, and I think it'll affect by... the rest of my life also, because I think I'm coming from a place of lack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. or looking for worthiness from this guy. So I think if I kind of fix that, I think a lot of things in my life might change. So I appreciate oh, all your advice. <laughs> oh, you're you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in, and good luck. Let us know how it goes. Okay, thank you. Okay, take care, Amy. You know, Amy brought up a really good word, and it's like a real um, a, a point of contention for me, and that's the word worthiness. And um, worthiness is really is really important to address this because we're all born worthy, and we're born at our worth, the highest capacity of worthiness possible, and we never lose it. There's nothing you can do to be more worthy in the eyes of God, of the Creator, or however you powers it be. You're always you're born that way. You're that way throughout the entire lifetime. No matter what you do, you're still worthy. What we do, though, as humans, is we start to put judgments and measures on how worthy we consider somebody to be or not be, based on all of our own personal human being standards. But when you really get down to it. If you look at the divine energy that you are, um, the God energy that you are, the worthiness is a given. And when you can accept that, 
then it's much easier to receive all these things that you're praying for. Super, super important words. You're worthy just by showing up. You had it and go. Okay, you were born and that's it. It's not going away. You're going to die, you're still going to be worthy. So it's a lot of energy to pedal after worthiness when you already have it, you know? So stop that. (laughs) Just stop it and get on to the next thing. Whatever you're really desiring, you're worthy of it. And, you know, I know especially in the U.S., we're very, very much, I hear it from new friends that I've met and old, you know, old friends too, you know, it's like, how could she have that? She hasn't done anything to get that, you know, this kind of thing. And you know what? It's really not so much about worthiness. I always say, you know, success a lot of times doesn't come from talent or, you know, worthiness, not worthiness. True success comes from audacity, the belief, the willingness to believe that you you deserve it. And that's why there's so many wealthy people out there that you can't even say the alphabet because they they're 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 audacious. They believe in themselves. They believe in them. They believe in the willingness. And they have the willingness to accept and receive it. So by God, they get it. And then I see super, super what we would all consider to be genius talents who are so wounded and don't feel an ounce of worthiness. You know, they're in the illusion that they're not worthy until they, you know, you know, outpace Beethoven or something, and they never are willing to receive the accolades or the the uh, the praise from anybody. They're never willing to receive the gifts. And then guess what? You don't get the money either. Because money is energy. You know, and the worthiness will push that back. Unworthiness will push that back too. So, I hope that's helped. And um, we're going to go ahead and be done for tonight. Uh, Next week, I believe Sandy Ann Taylor will be on with me. She just called me today and said, can I be on your show next week? Because I have a new book coming out. So I said, of course. <laughs> She's the Hay House author of Quantum Success um, and one of a couple of my other favorite books. So we're going to see if she's going to be on next week. And, of course, I'll email you about that. In the meantime, please take a look at sign up for readings if you would like one. Uh, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash by the sea. And also take a look at our remote healing program with Sheila at ahamomentsworld.com forward slash Sheila. And, uh, you know, that's it. (laughs) So I will end, as I always do, with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.